Welcome to Craft Beer Ballers, a show about craft beer and craft beer makers throughout the world and in the Tampa Bay area, with your hosts, Johnny and Kevin. Hey guys, this is Johnny from Craft Beer Ballers. In today's segment of Craft Beer Ballers, we did a fruit beer tasting, uh, primarily a citrus beer tasting. Uh, we did this with our special guest, uh, Patrick Kelly, from the Produce Industry Podcast. Uh, Produce Industry Podcast is a, is a podcast that focuses, as you would guess, on the produce industry. Uh, from avocado to zucchini, they cover everything within the industry. Um, and it's a good, it's a good listen for it's, – uh, it's with Patrick Kelly, a um, good friend of mine. And it's a good listen for anybody who – obviously for people who are in that industry, as well as anybody who just has a curiosity about where your, uh, where your, your produce comes from. Um, and well, Patrick is a, is a citrus guy, so we figured, why not do a citrus beer tasting? So for today, uh, we tried, and I love fruit and beer, as, as we, it's been well documented on, on the show. So today, we went an overload on citrus and beer. Uh, we had the Troubles Melt Like Lemon Drops, which is a tart IPA from The Claw Brewing out of, I, th- I believe, Baltimore. Uh, we tried the Urban Artifact Spyglass Lemon Lime Tart. Um, I'm not exactly sure what Urban Artifact is, but I know it's a, a, a brewery that uh, people people fancy. Uh, we tried the Unrivaled, Unraveled IPA from Founders, uh, as well as a Tangerine Wheat uh, from Lo- from Lost Coast out in California. Uh, so so that was you 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 know if you like citrus, you like beer, uh, you gotta check this out. You will get a good feel for what to try and what to, what to put aside. Uh, and so and that's how it is with all our shows. So so. You like it? Tell a friend. Subscribe. Uh, we're on a variety of platforms. Um, we also uh, we're also on social media: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. So check us out. So for now, cheers. The mics are on. The glasses are full. Well, almost. It's time for the craft beer ballers. Scott, Kevin, how you doing today? Doing fine, man. What's going on? You know, it's Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, let's see, we're, we're coming perilously close to the end of the year, uh, mm-hmm. to Thanksgiving, but there's already Christmas stuff out. Matter of fact, I literally, I kid you not, I was, uh, I was thinking like Walgreens today, and it was clear, Christmas music blaring. Yeah. Now, usually they're playing Justin Bieber. Um, but this time they're actually playing some Christmas music. It was, it's insane. I thought it was like Michael Bublé or something like Sometimes that. Sometimes you, you get you know, they'll rock a little Michael Bublé or whatever, or however however you pronounce it. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Michael Booby Ely or however you say. It. I think it's Bublé. I, I, I like I like Booby Ely better. Booby Ely, yeah, yeah. Well, whatever your whatever your flavor, man. It's cool, man. So, all right. So we have a special guest, a friend of the show, coming on today. Uh, his name is Patrick Kelly. He's the author of a book called Millennial Boom that talks all about millennials and just and, and I guess their role in society and work and, and all those transitioning. And he's also the uh, he is the host of a podcast called the Produce Industry Podcast. Man knows a lot about fruit, knows a lot about podcasting, and a lot about and just produce industry in general. He's a lifer in the produce industry. Patrick, how are you doing today? How's it going, everybody? Good to be here. Oh man, man, good to have you. Good to have you. So, um, so Jimmy, so just tell us a little bit about just about your background, produce, fruit. Just, you're a fruit guy. We've just talked <laughs> yeah, about. I'm a fruit we, guy. We, we've talked at length about how you're a fruit guy, and and um, and we'll, which will get us into the nature of our segment today. But I want to talk, I want to hear to learn about you first. I want no, the for sure, to for you. sure. And you know what's great about it is we were talking about having a, a guys brunch here, and, and we were talking about what to have at the table. And I'm over in the corner saying, "Fruit, we got to have fruit." And they're like, "Well, you know what? Yeah. You got to take care of that part." And you know that, that's what I do. I do. I take take care of that part for everybody um i you know in my line of work you know my father's always been in produce um he's an immigrant from canada came down with his mother and he got into produce right his mother was working in the produce section at a grocery store he started working at a grocery store you know one thing leads to another and you start selling fruit right yeah and right, it's right. it's just one of those things man i i got into it at an early age like i was telling you guys off the mic my dad had me picking oranges uh, here locally in florida when mm-hmm. he worked for a juice processor in winter garden so it's like it's just always been around and i started my official career you know, after I turned 18, um, you know, in California working for a packing house, you know, that packs oranges and markets oranges. And like I said, and that's kind of, it was funny because I was telling Johnny, 
um, back in the days when you know, Blue Moon and oh, the yes. Shock Top were coming oh, out, yeah. I yeah. remember my dad was like, "You need to get them on the phone. You need, we need to sell <laughs> orange peel to them." You know, so it was one of those things where it's like I've always been involved in fruit. I've loved it. I've started my own business. I'm an entrepreneur. Um, went to uh, Fresno State in Fresno, California. Bulldogs, right? Yeah, Bulldogs yeah, all yeah. the way. Um, and really, like, just you know, got a love for agriculture. Really, it's a you know. Um, helping put food on the table. Um, it's a it's a fun experience. It's a it's a circle of life, as I say. It's you mm-hmm. know the seed all the way to a smile. Yeah. So it, it's just always been nice. fun and passionate. Nice. And throughout that journey, um, I've been able to write a book. I published a book in 2018, which it's kind of funny. It's about the produce industry, um, but it's really about the boomers and the millennials that were like clashing. So I was like, how do we thrive together with these two massive generations that are working? Because the farming industry is an old school industry, oh, yeah. gents. Yeah. I mean, yes. trust me, it is yeah. really old school. So me as this young entrepreneur, when I was 20, I was going out and getting growers and getting customers. And these older gentlemen were saying, hey, whoa, whoa, <laughs> take it down a notch. You know, yeah, you know right. put your time in and things. And, you know, of course I didn't. You know, I kept going my own way. You know, so over the years, that's kind of where it went. And uh, that led me to the podcast. I started a Millennial Boom podcast first. And uh, that's right. When we met, you were that's what you, we that was your do, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Johnny and I met at um, an IHOP too, right? Yeah, so we right. met at one of the Florida podcasting. <laughs> I won't ask what you were doing before. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> we were at the La Quinta. Yeah, you know? right next door. <laughs> right yeah, next yeah, it's, uh, yeah. But no, we met, and then I was doing the Millennial Boom podcast, and I was like nine, you know, eight nine episodes in, and a buddy of ours, Chris Kermitzos, just you know, kept saying, "Someone's got to well, do you, you, you know, Chris Kermitzos yeah. you know, here, yeah, you know, yeah. produce podcast, blah blah." And I finally stepped up one day, and then that's just like I said, and now I just talk. Besides selling citrus, and besides being in the produce industry, which I do, I own two, I own one company in the produce industry, and partner with another company, so I'm actually helping sell citrus, develop supply chains. Um, but then I get to talk about produce all the time, which is everything from asparagus to zucchini, right. packing houses, growers, supply chain solution companies, technology companies, everything to promote healthy living in you know around the globe. Ah. Nice. That's 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 a hell of a lot. Um, Can you be more descriptive? Listen, I didn't <laughs> or, leave or, out. Or, 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 or uh, you know, more thorough. Or, yeah, or more passionate. You I have. I left out a lot. I left out like twelve years. Of All right. <laughs> well, just pertaining to beer, obviously, uh, a lot of hop infused beer. You know, like a lot of IPAs, a lot of yep. things that's going to hop family. Yep. Citrus always seems to be kind of like lingering in the background it's always yeah. definitely something i think that's very involved are you moving any citrus product to any breweries anywhere in the country not not anymore i would say back when it first started they were allowing uh local guys to do it and then it got a little bit more corporate mm-hmm. as we say yeah, um, but, but, consolidation we're very familiar with the corporate yeah consolidations yeah. happen we talk about that a lot in the uh, show, yeah. So, yeah so in the early stages yeah we were able to start supplying orange peel and things like that to different people and yeah it just it changed over time so as of today no we don't um, but I suspect a lot of the people who buy our citrus and juice it and are have selling it directly to exactly. the breweries. Yeah, yeah. That makes yeah. Sense. selling it to them. Yep. Yeah, that makes you sense. got it. That makes sense. Yeah, and like I said, citrus is a big part of beer. I mean, from the citrus itself to hops like Citra that are mm-hmm. you know that that sort of mimic the uh, the citrus taste. You know, and so it's always interesting to see. Um, like I said, that's one of the reasons I really wanted to have you on because because there is a cross section to fruit and beer. And so, and I and I love fruit and beer. By the way, I, we were talking. That's another run, running joke. So like, I, if a beer has fruit in it, I am usually pretty down for it. Me too. And so, and so that makes it exciting. To today, we're doing a uh, sort of like a fruit and beer tasting today. Yeah. So we've got some hops here that have got fruit in them. Uh, well, one well, actually just more of like citrus based fruits that are in your beer. Uh, one is not hop based. So the uh, claws got. Trouble Melt Like Lemon Drops, their Tart IPA, uh, Urban Artifacts, Spyglass, Lemon Lime Tart, which actually I'm not even sure this tart. It's just a tart ale. We don't even okay. really even know. Yeah, if there's, yeah. there's no specifics to it. Uh, Founders Unraveled IPA is their Juicy uh, IPA, so they're Hazy. IPA. Yeah, 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 uh, we're yeah. kind of going on an assumption that there's actually citrus within this. I think I think we had founders. They were part of the IPA challenge, weren't they? That, they I'm sure they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then probably something everyone's seen. It's been around for a long time out from California. Lost Coast is tangerine wheat 
Obviously, yeah. that one's that, not going a, to be hop based. Yeah, yeah. But that's the one I was looking at. That well, tangerine. Well, well, the point I think is just to make sure that you can taste the fruit. Yeah. yeah. In the beer. Yeah. Well, which would nothing against even adding fruit to beer, but I guess you could. But in this case, it's more of the flavor of what's happening within the beer. Yeah. I agree with you. I wouldn't add too much fruit to beer per se. Other alcohol drinks, yes. Well, while keeping my pinky in, I would definitely not, yeah, add, not I was add too say, much. But, but yeah, the, the infused, yeah, that's that's what we're going for. And you just so, want a little hint of it. I so I'm going to go ahead and just start cracking one open here. We can yeah, start yeah. drinking. Yeah, so. we can try to talk about it. And yeah, exactly, exactly. First crack of beer. Yeah, man. And it's been a week, so guess what? Yeah. We're ready. Consider this your Friday happy hour. Yeah, yeah. consider it. It is. I can, I can just smell the citrus kind of coming off. In COVID, whether it's Monday through Sunday, it's been a hell of a week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's say yeah, the COVID times have just amplified everything. But it also puts us all in like a – it's like a time warp too. Like, I mean, like we're in mid-November. What the hell happened? Whoa. This is the Declaw. Which one's this one? This is the Declaw. It's called um, Lemon Drop. Trouble melt like lemon drops. Ooh, I'm not gonna lie, I like Lemon Drop, the real drink. I, I tart, do too. So yeah. it's a tart IPA. This is um. I smell. I smell. I smell lemons. I smell like kind of a. Um, the, the tart is just overwhelming, <laughs> but, but 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 it's almost like overwhelming in a good way. Wow! If I was in a pool in the middle of summer. I, yeah, I'm, pretty good. Yes, I would. Right. I would pound this. Yeah, this yeah. is a summer drink for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, it's almost like a palate cleanse in between beers. Like if I was going to go from like um, something that was really malty, and then I was going to go to something maybe that was really hoppy, and I want something in the middle. <laughs> I could, yeah, right, I, I, right. I, I, I cleanse my palate with this. Yeah, I don't really taste any. Is it supposed to be hoppy? Um. It, yeah, it's it's, it's 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 an IPA. I have no idea what is actually in I mean, the it's got hop a profile smell too. Yeah, I uh, it don't, I don't taste hops at all, but I t- what I do taste is um it's almost like a fruited sour, like a good fruited yes. sour that's not crazy sour. It's not too like overpoweringly sour, but just sour enough and just fruity enough that you just get like that that good blend. It's liquefied sour candy to me that's just like been infused with lemon zest. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just because the, the lemon is just there and there. And oh, there. it does. It hangs on to your lips, too. Yeah. Like if you like my wife loves to actually take like limes or lemons and just let them soak and then chill it and then drink it. Mm. You, you know, yeah. this is kind of like that on steroids. Wow. Yeah. It is. It's, it's, it's but, but carb. But, you know, it's, it's, it's so tart that the carb just kind of just disappears. Like you don't even realize that you're, you're pounding it. Yeah. This goes down real easy. This goes down real. Oh, oh yeah. Easy. Oh, right. yeah. This is like a prom. Prom night. <laughs> yeah, this is, yeah. yeah. I wonder. I was going to say, this is close to a, a, what's it, a seltzer almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah what's, the, what's the ABV on this? I'm not even sure. Um, it, uh, well, it, it's, it's definitely low because I can. Oh, I can, is that 7.1 on the can, actually? Yeah. Ooh, that's. I mean, seven, low well, compared so to all like heavy that, stuff. That, that is, like, but that's that's, that's, that's way, dangerous. I was say that's way stronger than I thought it was. I thought I thought it was like four point one. <laughs> like so. Yeah. So lemon lemon taste and then yuzu fruits. I don't even know what that is. I have to look. I have to look that one up. Jeez. So not so yeah, not quite an IPA, but not quite a sour. Kind of like if a shandy, like. I guess if like a, if an IPA and a Shandy were going to have a kid, and it took on definitely the genetics of the yeah, Shandy yeah. more than the IPA. <laughs> um, lemon, lemon drop dreams. Yeah. Lemon drop dreams. That's that's wow. a. It's not an everydayer. So okay, so yuzu fruit. For those of you who are wondering, I'm assuming that's y u z u. Yep. Is a citrus fruit and plant in from the oh, and it's, it gets a real. Technical. It's basically it's from it's a, it's of East Asian origin. Oh, ah, well, yeah. Back to Asia with with all these fruits. Yeah, yeah. Well, Johnny, pound your remainder here so we can go on sure. to the lemon lime tart mm. from Urban Artifact. This might be very similar to what we just had. It might be. It might be. Yeah, cause that was like really more fruited sour than IPA. Um, I mean, I I, I definitely got kind of the backbone of IPA. But but you know if you have an IPA and it's mostly citrus hop or citra hop, yeah yeah, you know that, that's probably a good canvas to to put all of that urzu, yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess lemon flavor, yuzu, yeah. 
What do you smell so far when you popped it? Was it was it just as vibrant as the other one? No, no, no. Th- this one's definitely a little more subtle. Yeah, subtle yeah. But of course, you know, more subtle than that is like an understatement. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, less. I don't, it, I don't yeah. get much note off of it. I just my glass still had some lemon on it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I gotta rotate where I where I drink. Okay, much more like much more tasting closer to a beer. Like like this is more in the beer family, but it's, oh yeah, it's, but it's still yeah. tart though. It definitely yeah, is got, tart. It's got a good amount of tartness, but it's it tastes like um. Have you ever had uh almost? Have you ever had popsicles that had lime as part of the flavor? As in, like, if you were to do like a coconut popsicle, but it was lime with coconut? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, I, I can, I can taste the lime. <laughs> I can taste the lime, but it's not like annoying me. You got so. so yeah, yeah. A little bit of we'll lime and some coconut. <laughs> yes, lime and coconut. Yeah, and then we'll drink it. <laughs> you drink it all together. So, um, almost like a like you've had that Bud Light lime. Remember when they had that back in the days? Like I've ten had years ago. It. It, it was. This uh, is definitely way better than that. Oh yeah. But yeah. what I'm saying is, it's got that lime. Yeah, like, yeah. Like they zest, like it's got like zest in there. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm getting uh, like a silky finish. It does feel like the lime is added like where that beer was all lemon yeah this, this is like this beer is this feels lime. fresh yeah, yeah. this yeah. feels like a fresh lemon that feels like it was like Our, lemon oil correct this 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 feels like they put zest into it yep and they, yeah. were, and they were able to infuse the flavor of the lemon zest yeah. or lime was it lemon and some lime of these maybe? do gents if lemon and lime the uh the juice plant so if you take oranges to a juice plant and they process it into orange juice oil obviously is one of the Byproducts Correct. of Correct. it, yeah, and then the same yeah. thing with the peel. So I could guarantee you. I mean, depending on what the price was on the market between peel and yes. oil, right? Right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah right, well, I mean, right. that might be a difference of what the Declaw one. It was just kind of obvious that, oh, that, that this one, uh, some kind of like artificial flavor. It's probably a combination of adding flavors as well as using some kind of like lemon or yeah, lemon zest. Whereas this is, this feels way more like this is just straight up fresh. Lemon, yeah, lemon and yeah. lime zest. And to be fair, Urban Artifact is is a is a highly regarded brewery among among, among beer geeks. Uh, so it, it's not surprising that they would. And, and this, I think, is the first Urban Artifact beer we've had on the show. They're not. It's not widely available here. I, I, think, I think it's actually hard to kind of get their beer here in in, in this market. But yeah, it's not surprising that they, that they're. It's like that they have something that's kind of like a real authentic product. It's solid. I like it. It's also another like lawnmower beer by the pool beer. But that one, I feel like I could just be sitting in a rocking chair on the porch in the shade. Yeah, and, 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 and maybe there's warm air, but I can just kind of relax and enjoy it. Yeah, not be warm. <laughs> the the uh, the, the Declaw one, man. I I gotta be so in tart. the sun. Yeah, that one. That one's like, yeah, you're you're bleeding like sweat, and you're like, okay, someone someone passed me a drink. I need yeah, something right. now, and you're like, you right. can chug that in a second. Yeah, if it was yeah. a if it was a summer day, right? Oh, oh hell, yeah, hell yeah! All right, so babe, before you open that, yep. what would you pair the artifact on the spice? I'll go with that one since that's what we most recently had. That one. Okay, um, but you can actually go with pairings with both of them. Golly, uh, I, I feel like some type of fruit-based charcuterie with sweet elements added on to it. Like, I feel like you, I could just see slices of pineapple and orange and kiwi, but then I would almost want to, like, have, like, something on the sweeter side to amp it up, too. Yeah. Ma- maybe even, like, maybe even, like, fruit candy. So you'd, have, so, so, you'd, was, so you'd have, like, yeah. the sweet side and the sour side, mm. and I feel like it would just all blend together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was going to say those little gelled candies, like yes. the little that comes in the little slices. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yep, I, I know what you're things. talking about. Yeah, yeah. So or, or just go straight up breakfast. Yeah, we're the, going back to, yeah, we're going back to breakfast. I, yeah, the other thing I would say is, honestly, quiche, like a quiche yep. Lorraine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Like, it's just that, that thirst quenching. Rather than having orange juice, you'll have, yeah, like... No, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I definitely agree. Yeah, for sure, for sure. If if there was some type of, like... Uh, like, I wouldn't want it to be super sweet, but if you could get almost, like, a lemon cake with, like, a lemon icing. Yeah. But but it'd have to be, like, a small serving. Like, you, I wouldn't want to have, like, a big amount of sugar to go with it. Yeah. I'm trying to think of something. Yeah, something like that. I, like... Star, I don't know if Starbucks still does this, but they used to have these like lemon ice pound cakes. 
like and this is years ago. Like, I I feel like they still do. I don't see why they would stop selling this. But like like I would um I would get them all the time when I, I used to, when I lived in Atlanta. I would come back and forth between Atlanta and Tampa. I would get them all the time at the Starbucks in uh, Tifton, Georgia. Okay. Right? And they were so good. Think Tifton. Think to yeah I mean, yeah yes. <laughs> Tifton has a lot of watermelons too. They grow yeah. a lot of watermelons. Do they really Tifton? Tifton? Yeah. Georgia's Georgia's country state. Well, 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 Tifton, watermelon Georgia. crawl was in Georgia. Yeah 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 yeah. So. Um, yeah, so that would something like that, but I even think that cake might be a tad sweet if I remember. It's been years since mm-hmm. I've had it. So, well, lemon is not like one of those flavors that I immediately gravitate to. I mean, like I, mean, I love like fruit candies and sour candies, and yeah. lemon's probably like my least favorite of those. So when I think of like processed foods that I've had that were lemon flavored that I have like really strong memory and I'm like oh yeah I really like that Yeah, right. like there's not a whole lot no in there's file. not I only have one good memory of some lemon based things and I remember I used to work for a, um, a corporate company and she, this girl used to tell me just bring us lemons and oranges and I'll make you lemon cookies and or, and she did she made the best lemon cookies it wasn't wow. too much mm-hmm. it wasn't you know it was it was just right you know what I mean mm-hmm. Well, it was just right. She made the best lemon cookies, and I would say that was the the only thing. Like you're saying, it's hard. Yeah. To, it's hard to pair yeah. something because lemon cake, even lemon pie, it's like sometimes mm. it's just it's too much. It's just way too much. I was saying because with like with this beer, I was thinking like what to pair it with. Like just like what could you have this with, right? That you mm-hmm. could munch, right, yeah. and go. And I was just talking about Melissa's with you guys off the mic too. Yeah. Hatch pepper popcorn because that hatch pepper's got a little spice in it. All right. You know what I mean? All right. And then you could have the beer that's got the lemon kind of zest to it. So it's kind of a little little of both worlds. And and it's hard to go savory. Like it'd be cool if you could do like lemon pepper chicken or something. But but, but I, I feel like you start leaning towards, hey, I've got this really kind of bitter peppery chicken. Now I want a bunch of hops. And really, neither one of these are delivering very yeah, many hops. You need, yeah, you would need more hops for yeah. lemon pepper chicken. Now, the next one might actually work really well. With it, might, it, might, it might be perfect. Yeah, yeah. It might be perfect. So. Drum roll, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the Founders yep. Unraveled IPA. Yeah, this is the hazy. So, expecting this to be the most beer tasting. Yeah, it's I think, be like, of yeah, them. very beery beer. Yeah. It's a juicy. So far for a for a hazy, it's there is. It's not very. It's, it's not super hazy actually. It's a lot of head. Uh, well, for me with with hops, you want a lot of head because that's where you're going to get a lot of the note. Yeah. What's this one? What's this one? Uh, this is the Founders Unravel. This is Founders Hazy IPA. Yeah, the hazy, juicy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that that's more straight up beer taste. Yep, mm. it's not really super fruity for a hazy. I like it. No, not really. It's, it's like if I, it's 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 almost too subtle. I think. Yeah, I think it's a little. Um, yeah, it's a little light actually. Yeah, I mean for the New England style, I I think this is a little bit. It's ju- I think it's juicy. It's not super dry, but it is super light. I'm I'm getting a what I would consider to be a. a unexpected dry finish for a hazy hmm. or actually I, make sure we're saying this correctly they actually list it as a juicy independent pale ale i would presume a juicy would be a new england style hazy i think it says hazy on there oh no it just says juicy yeah, yeah it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's always it's always style <laughs> yeah, yeah as much as i love beer the corporate world it always kind of comes down to well we're gonna market it this way yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not a hazy IPA. It's a juicy IPA. It, it, it might literally, it might literally just be an IPA that just has a whole shit ton of citra hop. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Because I, why would founders go like crazy out of their way to make some? I mean, and, and the, well, the picture has the hop kind of peeling apart, and then I, I presume it's supposed to be almost kind of like some type of like citrus-based juice that's inside the hop. Yeah, yeah, but. I mean. But I like I, I'm it. sorry. This is a dry finish for for a juicy. Yeah, I like it. I think it's fine. Um, definitely stands out. Like if you want to compete in the New England world, I mean, it's definitely for, yeah. No, no one else is going to have a dry finish. Yeah, no, no, no. Usually not. Um, I, I tend to like juicier 
beers, not crazy juice, not like juice bomb beers, where mm-hmm. where it's like where the glass looks like orange juice. I, I don't really care for that per se. It can go too far. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's very cloying when you drink it like that. Mm-hmm. But this, as a beer, is good. Um, as an IPA, it's good. If if, if we were competing, I don't remember how this, how this did against the juice because this was we we literally just had this beer like a month I ago. feel like it disappointed because I mean, I mean Founders is a very solid Michigan brewery. Yeah, and but it, but isn't in their wheelhouse really? It's not, and and that's yeah. I think that's kind of the thing is they were like, hey, we're we're kind of known for some of our bigger cold weather type stuff, yeah, you know, yeah. as well as like our our sessions and everything, yeah. And yeah. then we're just going to go ahead and throw this out here too because well, let's face it, people are buying beer and they want to buy juice juice yeah. bombs, so mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, yeah. So, so here's gotta ours. Make that, gotta make that money. Gotta make that money. You know, yeah. I'm sure they got uh, people, they got shareholders, and things they got to answer to. Oh, well, they all do. And so, um, yeah. Um, I like it. Yeah, let's say. What do you think? What do you think? I, I like it. I think it's a good beer. I think this is. Uh, it's uh, more straight up. I'm gonna say, yeah. I, I mean, I can't say better because you can't compare them. They're yeah, they, they, they don't even live in the yeah. same. But family. this is yeah. definitely a beer I could drink on a daily basis. Like this. Yeah, is, like, yeah. This, the, like you said, this is uh, what is this one? The uh, the Declaws. Uh, Troubles melt like blend drops. Yeah, the Declaw lemon drop. The Declaw lemon drop and the Urban Artifact are like every once in a while beers. Correct. The uh, the founders, uh, yeah, this is I could have this beer a few nights a week and, and, be, per- and be perfectly fine with it. And I think you, this is almost you could have it almost in any weather, any weather, any yeah. time, and, and yeah. any salty based food. I think yeah, yeah. Was so, yeah. oh yeah, yes, oh, this 100%. is yeah, you could totally wings, wings fries, yeah. pizza, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, pizza. You know, I'm, I'm I mean, pizza too. almost anything Italian. That's as long as it's salty enough. Yeah, 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 I agree. Some some lasagna. Yeah, yeah. I definitely agree. See, no one talks about the beer lasagna pair. Yeah, nobody does. It's an underrated pairing. Right? <laughs> well, 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 let's do it then. I think it's because yeah, of the yeah, red sauce, it. but I agree. I mean, yeah. Let's could... do it right now. Okay, so when you think of lasagna, because I mean, let's face it, we can make a lasagna and be like, oh, that sounds awesome and really good. You know, because yeah. I think the problem I think with lasagna is that when you're a kid, you get introduced to lasagna probably because like your father liked it, so your mom made it. And yeah. she made it the way that she made it, which is probably how someone taught her to make it. And you, maybe you don't like ricotta cheese, you know, yeah. or, or maybe maybe you like the meat, or maybe you don't like too much sauce. And I feel like it, that turns people off, I think, to lasagna at an early age because they didn't get exposed to it in a way that they knew yeah, that they wanted to eat it. They didn't have some Italian chef making it. Yeah, because I'll um, tell you what, you go to some, a nice restaurant and order lasagna – Oh, it's, it is it's bomb nothing diggity. like your mother's oh, exactly. lasagna. Like, exactly. I'm sorry, mom, but I. But, I, but when you go to an Italian not. restaurant, you're not even thinking about getting lasagna. No, you're not. But if yeah. you do, and trust me, there are times where you do get it. Depends. But yeah. you, you are. You have a time. But I mean, I remember growing up. My dad, you're right? My mom made lasagna for my dad. I hated lasagna. Exactly. But <laughs> now, like to this day, like if my wife makes lasagna. She makes it not because I want it, but she's like, "Hey, let's True. make it. Let's do it this way." I got, I found a recipe. Boom, yeah. boom, right. And it's like this different lasagna. Like, hey, did you like, like it? What'd you think? <laughs> but when you think of what you like in lasagna, the things that come to mind immediately to me would be, okay, well, if we've got like this, got bomb- like three different cheeses. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know what? Cheese. Maybe four. So, so we got this bomb diggity sauce. Okay, that's been cooking like on the stove for like twenty four hours. Okay, and and that thing's just loaded with like oregano and basil and stuff. Yeah. And I think of like that, and I think of like well i i want i want like real italian sausage you know yeah, meat in yeah. there I, I don't want just ground meat i want like real like good really good stuff yeah, in there yeah. and then parmesan either parmesan oregano oh, yeah. or, or oh, yeah. some kind of fresh parmesan yeah i feel like that's that the key so you have like really good yeah. high-end stuff that's probably got a, a significant amount and you can't of salt get cheap noodles yeah. either i'm gonna be real no, here no, there's, no, there's, a, there's a difference okay i'm serious yeah. there's oh, a difference yeah. in the, oh, yeah, dude. Oh, man. what you buy and if the ratios are really on the point cheese you use all yeah. of it all of it the ratios are on point and it comes out hot and it's it like cut it gooey, it's gooey. Oh, so oh yeah God. it's such a decadent thing like honestly okay you say like okay you wouldn't really order it Think about it at a time. Well, I do well, think it when I go to a restaurant, but it just depends. When on I go there, time. it doesn't ring to me. No, uh, you're always, I, think, you're I, always, I always thinking of something it. that you always don't get. You're always right. thinking of like, oh, am I going to get this or am I going to scampi or chicken parmesan? Or, you know, that's or, well, let's, yeah. It, yeah. well it's a, let's be real. It's, it just it all depends on the company that you're going to in your restaurant. True, with. that's oh, true. Very true. Yeah, yeah. Because if, if, if I'm going on a romantic date with my wife, I'm probably not getting lasagna. That's a little heavy, right? Uh, but if I'm going for like a family dinner, it's gonna ruin your performance. Yeah, right. It, yeah, it, it will. It will. He's got like, ice cream and espresso. It will, it will dull the performance. <laughs> 
double or, performance. Yeah, now dull, dull or double. It's I mean, true. Whatever. It is true though. It depends on the. It depends on the scenery. But I definitely think that you could eat a eat a good lasagna. Oh yeah. With a good beer, you could. It doesn't oh, have to be. With, yeah. It doesn't have to be a or, wine. Yeah, a, yeah, that's doesn't, right. It doesn't true. have to be. Doesn't have to be. But yeah, I mean, I think a good lasagna. I'm not. A, I, I always say this, and everybody gets a little weirded out. But I am not a sausage and a, a beef guy. Um, had some issues with my uh, stomach when I was a kid, so I'm a turkey guy. Okay, but like ground turkey, like I said, if it's if it's put in there the right way and yeah, I mean, made the right way, it right. Well, turkeys, it, right? it needs to have enough moisture. Yeah, it's gonna have. Ton- yeah, you're gonna have to be cooking that on the season. and and it's not gonna provide any actual salt flavor element. You have to no, you're season. Gonna be you got to season the hell out of it, or everything else has to have enough salt to mm-hmm. cover it. Yeah, that's, that's the 100%. trouble with turkey is you got to know how to actually utilize. At least it. it gets it gets the protein though that's needed. Oh yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> true we, that. Yeah, we do we do turkey burgers at home. I'm and, a huge and, turkey guy, but we do turkey burgers at <laughs> home. I'll grill them. But all the things you say about it are like 100% true. You do have to season the hell out of it. Yeah. And, oh, 100%. And, and, and you do have to be like, like when you're grilling, you got like at least, you got to be very mindful of how long you have it. Yes. yes. You, you can know. get it pretty it, dry it'll, it'll pretty dry quick. It'll dry out real quick if you're not careful. You leave it a little too long. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, uh, one of our go-to's is if we're my wife is a celiac, so we we will eat Mexican a lot, we eat Asian a lot. If we're using turkey. Um, if we're going Asian style, then I probably need to put like tons of hoisin and ginger and stuff and things like that in there. Not really worried about the salt aspect if you're adding flavor other ways. Whereas if you're doing Mexican, like we're going to have to go really heavy on, on our salt and our cumin and our paprika and yeah. our chili powder and our yeah. ancho. You have to kind of really amp it to make it actually sing. Yeah. It just, it just yeah. does. And you still can't overcook it, even on ground. No, you still yeah, can't no, overcook no, no. it. Yeah, yeah. And it always depends, as I said, it depends on what you're putting in it, right? I mean, like me, I can tell you for our turkey, you know, anything like that, we'll, even on like Taco Tuesday, I'll taco every day, right? Sure. But yeah, it all yeah, depends, right. too. I'm, yeah. I'm a huge fruit and veggie guy, too. So, like, I, turkey's a part of the taco. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that, but I'm pounding that thing with lettuce, tomatoes, yeah. Yeah, a little yeah, right. bit of cilantro on top, right? I'm, I'm pounding a, that hot sauce. For me, right? it's white onion and cilantro. That's white onion. Oh, yeah. That's the only thing I want. Oh, yeah, on, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I mean, if I can get meat at the bottom and then put everything else into that. I'm telling you, and yeah. have and have and even have one of these founders. Oh, oh yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I oh, want this would just beer. this yeah. is. Oh, I was gonna say this yeah. right here. Yeah. Th- I could chuck four of these and have you know four of those street tacos. Uh, you know, yeah. you know what oh, I mean? It'd yeah. be it'd be a beer per taco. Actually, right. is what it would turn yeah. into. Yeah, yeah. 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 right. I, I think we need to do that. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think it needs to happen. One beer and per taco. Now that would be a show, man. We're, we, we're we're gonna get a bunch of tacos, and we're gonna have different hop based beers with the tacos with the tacos yeah, yeah. L- looking for the one that really just goes right with it yeah yeah that, let's get yes do it we're doing it we're, 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 I'm putting we're, it in my book. It's, it's, on it's on the list beer and tacos <laughs> and it's gonna that, be recorded video too yeah that's, a, that's yeah that might be a video show yeah, that's a video I, one right there that's, I, going, that's going in the show and you know what i actually love beer and tacos. And, okay so ipas i drink a lot of ipas eat a lot of good food my favorite combination might actually be IPAs and tacos. Among all the things that IPAs are good it, with, it, it, that it, might absolutely. be my favorite, actually. I and, love tacos. And we got to preface this. Like, you can't go to Taco Bell and go home and have an IPA and yeah, think yeah. that that's the experience. Whoa, whoa, whoa stop. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, oh, okay. You can't do that sober. How was that? Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if it's 2 in the morning, you know, pre-COVID. Like, yeah, yeah, right, you know, right, we, right. Got, we get it. Like, you know what I mean? Right. We get it. But, but no, I, well, I, I feel like... Hoppy beers, especially drier hoppy beers, were made to have with very salty Mexican food. Yeah, I love oh yeah, it. I love oh yeah, it. so I good. Love it. You know, they're making the tacos at home or going to like Lolis or something like mm-hmm. that. Or yep. you know, coming from like, California, I would say California is the best Mexican food. Well, e- yeah, ever. They so. should. They- they, they should geographically sorry, speaking. I was going to say sorry, sorry, Tampa. <laughs> no, 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 tacos are okay here, but like the it's um, Mexican has kind of like almost like this. Uh, it's a it's like it's like vanilla in that as long as you season it right, yeah, it, it will taste Mexican. It'll taste yeah, it'll yeah. taste Mexican. I, I think the rest of it is what extra things are you doing to amp it up, you know, and how are you prepping it. You know, because like you could have like really good tortilla soup and it's going to have like where they just they cut the tortillas up and pull them right out of the fryer. And here's some slices of avocado and everything in it. I think you can have a really awesome, authentic experience, even in the middle of Kansas. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't doubt that the average 
food. But going, Mexican yeah, food in California, say, going especially into, Southern California, probably the average Mexican food is probably much better. One thing I do miss is I always tell my wife, we always had these little places called Super Taco. And it's like breakfast, lunch, or dinner. It was like, it was literally mm-hmm. like, and my wife's Hispanic, like grandma's cooking. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, it yeah, was like yeah. Hispanic, like how the, the, the tortilla, from the tortillas all the way through, you were just like, you felt like you were at a home barbecue out back. Oh, yeah. That you know, maybe that. a kitsenetta. Like, you yes. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you were getting oh, it going yeah. on. Like, you know, but. And, and trust me, I'm ready to go back. And get me well, the other thing too about Mexican food, Mexican food is they have like almost kind of like um, like specific alleys. So like if I'm going to have something like say like ropa vieja, you know, like depend upon how do you want it to have like a lot of lime kind of juice flavor in, 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 in it, or is it more about just basically like what type of meat it was and how they mm-hmm. cooked it, and or is it about having it with just rice? You know, I think it has such a traditional type thing. And the difference is, I think, to us is that we see it almost as like this exotic thing, whereas to someone who maybe is Mexican or grew up with it their whole life, they might view it the same way that we viewed our lasagna True. growing yeah. up. Yeah. So, yeah. like, to them, it was like Ropa Vieja was like, oh, God, old, old dirty socks again? Okay. You know? Yeah, like, lasagna again. Yeah. lasagna. So it, it's hard to, I think, to take the um, – I think it's it's hard to take the memory, the childhood memory, out of food, and it's really more important that you actually have that positive memory that you're yeah. always trying to like chase with food. True. Yeah. Like yeah. Like, like a drug, practically. <laughs> yeah, you're you're yeah. like trying to get the same fix as before. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Trying to get that same taco you had when you were nine. You're like, oh my god, that taco. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same thing with beer, though. You're trying. Yeah. To, you oh yeah. Do this beer experience. Oh, very you much want, like you yeah. want it again, and yeah. you go and get another one. You're like, hmm. Yeah. Or, or, or what the worst is, you have like a um, you have a memory of a beer, and then you have it say two years later, and they've changed the recipe. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like, ah, oh, this is okay. I used to like certain beers, and I do not anymore. Maybe because I drank too much of it, or you know, or they changed. The, I would go with they changed the recipe. Yeah, I would go with they changed the recipe. Uh, that's what I would attest to. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I agree. Well, just like so many things, you're you're there are very few things in beer that stay universally awesome forever mm-hmm. like uh, when we first started the show we did the show almost five years um and at the time we started this i loved a beer called kona coco brown yeah yeah oh so good out of hawaii and it's still good i i it, it's seasonal you only get it you know i mean from hawaii so even though they mass it, it, distribute it's it, a like, dark beer from hawaii yeah 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 <laughs> not yeah. what you'd expect yeah so you get it you can only get it here like in the beginning of the year Whatever. Um, and so I don't even remember if I had it this here this year. I think distribution is actually very limited now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that, yeah, I think a lot of shit's changed. But like, I, I remember having it maybe two years ago and then having it, thinking about it like compared to the first time I had it mm-hmm. like seven or eight years ago. Mm-hmm. And it just, it was like, oh, this beer is good, but it's not like, I remember like seven, eight years ago, like it was crazy. It was so good. And then it, and then it, it ran out of stock. And then it was like a crazy year where they didn't bring it to Florida at all. And I think they did bring it, and I took I took a picture and, and sent it to Kevin. I'm like, Kevin, look! I like, won the lottery. <laughs> like, like, I, I'm literally in the, in the gas station. I'm beer rich. I'm gas station. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> like, and so yeah. I mean, but that beer is never as good as it was in those early days when I first yeah. like when I couldn't get enough of it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So. I feel the same way with Blue Moon when it, when I first came out. I loved Blue Moon. I loved having an orange with it, and I just feel now when I have a Blue Moon, it is not the same. Is what it was, you know, almost ten years ago when it came out. I mean, oh, it, it, yeah. it might not even be the same. No, oh yeah, I'm right. gonna say real talk. They might have le- like legitimately changed. Legitimately, yeah. yeah. But like I said, I remember having my first Blue Moon. I remember, like, I was like, oh, Belgian oh. white ales kind of became a thing, and I think Blue Moon was almost kind of like ahead of the curve, as in like the, their their whole signature brand was were just were this beer. Oh, it was it was yeah yeah. It was a, listen, I'm, I'll be real. It was a beautiful beer. I I loved. It. I probably drank. Probably a little bit too much of that over the years mm-hmm. too, but I I won't again. Even when I go out, I see it right when I see it on the menu. I'm like, mm. and like a I'm nostalgia like, feeling. It yeah. does, yeah, and yeah. then I'm like, like last night I was like looking through the beers, uh, you know what I mean? And then I'm like, uh, yeah, I'll have a Kona wave, you know what I mean? I yeah. like completely yeah. went the opposite way. Yeah. And my wife's like, no blue moon, no no. I'm like, mm. it's not an easy beer to pair with anything. Um, like if you're gonna okay, no, I, I've had Blue Moon. I don't really, I don't attest that Blue Moon is that great of a beer. If you like Belgian whites, I think there's far better options to be had. 
But if you're going to have a Belgian white with a meal, like what would you, what would make sense to pair it with? Because it has such a, it's, it's Belgian. It's or, or, or Belgian, or Belgian actually, it's Belgian inspired. It's not really Belgian. Yeah. It's yeah. Belgian inspired. Um, yeah. And, and that's why it, it doesn't, it feels to me like you're at the bar and you're playing pool and you just wanted a beer that was easy to drink. It doesn't feel like a food beer. I mean, I would say if I, because I've had it, I would say probably like a, uh, like, man, because I used to drink it at Buffalo Wild Wings, I would always get those wraps. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. Like those buffalo chicken wraps. Yeah. Or, so you'd have lettuce, See, I, I would still prefer hops, though. And then I, I hear you. That's just, I'm just saying, there's something yeah, right. that it could go with it. Sure. I always used to have Blue Moon always at Buffalo Wild Wings. That's where I had yeah. it when I, where I used to live in California. I'd go to Buffalo Wild Wings, watch the games, and mm-hmm. me and my brother, would I'd get Blue Moon all the time. I'd there you go. Oh, yeah, Blue yeah. Moon, boy. Ah, like, I knew it. Trust me. And you, you, drink, you drink like four of them, not feel, feel a thing, because they're all 5%. I was going to so. say you, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a lightweight. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin drinks a lot. If you guys so, want to yeah. take me out for a date, I'm like three to four beers. Trust me, I can't afford you. I'm like, hey. <laughs> like, where are we going? <laughs> <laughs> like, like I my place, you know, like so. man. So why don't we try this? Yeah, let's the last but not least. Yeah. Uh, probably so. Uh, yeah, you know what? In that conversation, if you were gonna want to do a blue moon, I would almost say we'll have this instead. A tangerine. What is it? Be? This, this is the Lost Coast tangerine wheat. Yeah. I love uh, it. I love the logo. It kind of has a Picasso mm-hmm. face on it. That's a good beer, actually. This is I've had this before. Yeah. Disclosure, yeah. Okay. This has been around I, for a I, long time. It's been, around, it's been around for a minute. Um, Lost Coast is uh, Look at the California color. beer. I was going to say that color's dark. Like, well, not dark, but like an orange. If you know what I mean? We're we're yeah, popping out very, the we're popping out the crush right now. It's, it's very amber. Yeah, it definitely is. But yeah, it. Um, it's been a while since I've had this, but this is like their signature beer. Like Lost yes. Coast, I think this is like their flagship. Yep. Um, they. They don't appear to be to be as a, as un, like I don't see Lost Coast as a, around as much down here anymore. Super um, sweet note, like super sweet. Yeah, like orange candy. Can, candy just kind of pops out. Oh, of that. Wow. Yeah. And, yeah, this kind of takes me back though, because I, I I like this. This is like a kind of a go to for a little bit too. Compared to the others, I can tell by the smell. There's more malt on this one than there is on the others. It's sweeter, malter. It's like you could def- the orange comes through. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little candied. Um, it makes me think maybe the the orange, or oh, sorry, yeah. was, well, not say orange tangerine. It, ta- tangerine. it literally tastes like you're sucking on like a orange drop, like yeah, and, you and that's why the tangerine flavor it almost. I'd rather it, have a blue moon. Well, the tangerine flavor here, I think, is kind of candy. It's crushing it, yeah, like, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, and and it kind of over. over not overpowers. as bad as the the declaw, but the lemon. But you definitely have that like a candy. It's got a yeah, can. It yeah, literally it has like a can- candy, and not like. And trust me, I'm not like when I say fruit tastes like candy, like it's yeah. a fresh taste. Like this tastes literally like a, like a piece of candy, yeah, like a like sucker. A, like because like, yeah, yeah. all I can think about is if I was going to pair something with this, it'd be like vanilla soft serve. <laughs> and seriously, I, yeah, like vanilla soft serve with this, I think would actually would yeah. go really well. I, I would say, yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'll, listen, I'll be real here. I would say that this. I couldn't pair. I'm not gonna lie. I don't think I could pair this with something. I'm yeah. actually struggling to pair this. I'm trying to. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. I could maybe chug. I couldn't. I don't think I could chug one of these and have it with. This wouldn't taste good with French fries. No, it wouldn't no. taste good with tacos. It definitely wouldn't taste no. good with lasagna. No, no, no. It'd be awful. With but lasagna. yeah, this is like. Uh, I, I maybe I, a salad. No, <laughs> because you mean instead of putting cranberries or stuff, there's stuff in your side. I don't know, guys. I, I, mean, I can't. I, call I it. can't think of a time I've had a beer where I thought of, "Wow, a salad would go really well with this." Um, <laughs> exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. it's one of those odd, weird pairings. Like what? I don't know. I, I really think you're talking vanilla ice cream, but but then what you still want is you want to get some type of citrus flavor. You know what? Actually, you know what? Vanilla ice cream with tangerine zest. That could work. Yeah. And and then just a, a, a pint of this, and then make, I, but, make it into a, a, a dessert. Yeah, I said like a cocktail so dessert. You, you could, but I kind of feel like what's going to happen is you're going to find yourself wanting to eat the ice cream way faster than you want to drink this. I'm with you, probably. I'm not a fan. I, I uh, sorry, it, it, it's, it's overpowering. It is a little bit. Pineapple, sorry, pineapple sherbet. Yeah, you're right. I if feel like could, the flavors would contrast. I don't know. If the tem- oh, it depends on how the pineapple sherbet tasted. And you know, and honestly, it's gonna sound bad. It's probably the quality of pineapple sherbet. Like if it's, if, gonna, it, if, yeah. it, if it's like the 
Greatlands brand See, I, or whatever. It's you probably, might get probably, scuffed, it'll, yeah. It'll, well, it probably will work the, out fine, but if it's a really good, like if it's pineapple sherbet from like, um, uh, what's the place, the ice cream? There's like a really good ice cream place. I can't think of it, but you know, just think of your, your local, the ice cream place in your city that does. Yeah, the, yeah. does the saucer. Sourced, yeah. Yeah. I think the lactose is key. I think that's why the vanilla ice cream would work better. Uh, yeah. Listen, you can do it. I won't. I think Revolution I'm just, ice cream. That's, that's I'm going to pass. I would pass on that one. Yeah, I I will say. I hope they're not. I, I hope they're not your sponsor. <laughs> no, no, no. Lost Coast. Lost Coast. <laughs> Drink so, as many so, as you yeah, can. So lost Coast, because so, we are now lost. <laughs> yeah. So, this, so this segment is brought to you by Lost Coast Brewing. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I. I it should have been brought to you by Founders. Should, I mean, yeah, it right. should have been brought to you by. Man, of all these companies, they're the one yeah. that, would, that would probably have the most money I, I to think spend if on. If we would have grabbed a twelve yeah. pack of Founders. It would have been a funnier conversation, <laughs> but oh, yeah. but how about this? How about the fact that you can you can taste what I, I'm going to say is mimicking tangerine flavor? Yeah, but how it actually has a, a just a very different flavor profile than any of the lemons or the limes that we were doing before. Oh, dramatically different. It's yeah. like it's not even like different. oil. It's it's something. It's like artificial. Yeah, it's a, it's a artificial taste. It reminds right? me. It, it reminds me too much of the first one, actually. Yeah, uh, uh, I think the first one had it was straight oil, like lemon oil in it. Oh, it was, it was just it was just it had to yeah, be it was like oil. so the uh, the actual blend was just yeah heavy. And, and I think yeah, the tangerine yeah. one is the, this is this is definitely candy, like fake candy yeah, flavor. Yeah, it's got like they must they mix something together because it doesn't have it doesn't have the the puckeriness. I'm a citrus guy. My, my dad's been in citrus since the early 70s, and I can tell you from when we were kids, him bringing home orange juice. Yes. Like, between I, me I, I grew up with an orange tree in my oranges, backyard. Oranges, like, and I'll tell you what. And across I, the street was an orange grove. Yeah, like, I've <laughs> lived. You can smell like, it. You can yeah, smell it in the, the air. The blossoms, yeah, like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. This doesn't feel like this is, because tangerines are a beautiful piece of fruit that tastes great. Yes. You have a yeah. mignola, you have a yeah. satsuma. Way better than orange, satsuma, actually. Yeah. Really, I mean, better than a neighbor. Flay cooks with tangerine juice all the time. (laughs) So, I mean, I'll tell you what. If you haven't had a sumo, you ever heard of a sumo? you got to try a sumo orange. S-U-M-O. It's a sumo tangerine. It'll be the best piece of citrus you'll ever taste. Is it like a big, fat tangerine? It literally is. It looks like a sumo wrestler. Exactly. Little head on top. Mm -hmm. Big, fat body. And guess what? Ready? It'll pop like a beer. So you can just the top right off. It's got a bottleneck right on top. I'm telling you, you're gonna love it. Uh, trust I'm, me. I'm, yeah. February, yeah. February. This this piece of fruit comes out called the Sumo Tangerine. And you can get just get it at like yeah. stores down Sprouts, here. Wall, Sprouts, anywhere, Sprouts, anywhere. Yeah. But it's funny because I did. Um, I have the Produce Industry Show, which is a YouTube channel, and we tried all different types of mm-hmm. citrus, fourteen different citrus varieties, and the Sumo came out on top. Like okay, as, okay. As the best. You know, flavor. That's what I'm saying. It's who, like, who was dead last? It was. Uh, oh, we did. We went all the way down to a lime, and I think the lime, <laughs> the lime got dead last. Well, yeah, lime to me is, is for cooking flavor. It's not. Well, for we like, tried it. It was like a 14 for, different for, citrus for taste drinks. test. That's a yeah. lime. Just did like the, the bite into it. You know what I of mean? Of course. The, the, yeah, you got yeah. You got to get that. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? But I'll tell you what. I, I thought I, I wanted to test between organic too, and you know conventional. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, man, organic. It had a great flavor to it. Obviously, no pesticides, no spraying, just things like that. And I was like trying to tell the difference. I really, I don't think there was a huge difference. It was about a dollar a pound, probably. but it's, oh, oh, the pound difference was. But the the taste profile, you know what I mean? Correct. Like, yeah. Right, but the tangerine, right. I'm telling you, tangerines are good. There's there's oh yeah. There's tangerines yeah. like the gold nugget. Uh, there's tangerines like I said, the sumos. You have the Ojai oranges. I mean, this tangerines are supposed to be that. Pop in your mouth flavor. Yeah, like you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they're 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 kind sharper. of like the candy of the produce yes, section. That, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be that pop in your. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, like a sharper. Exactly. Yeah, flavor than yeah. Whereas like oranges can be a little blander in comparison. A little bitter. Yeah. yeah a little, bit, little tart, bitter. Yeah. Not tart, but in a tart in a bad way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a little bitter. Like right now, if you were gonna get oranges right now in the store, they're either from Chile or they're either from California, and they're probably a little. You know, bitter. They probably are. Right. They're mm-hmm. still not fully mature, as they say. So they're still okay. orange. They're still good pieces of fruit, but you'd rather use them for cooking right now, like you just said, Kevin. Yeah. Instead of just, I wouldn't want to eat. It. I'd wait till February to eat a good. Yeah, good it, piece yeah. Of citrus. citrus is it's winter. You you, you want to have a it winter fruit. Like when when the oranges are falling off the tree. That's when it's like, okay, let's go ahead and cut them up and let's juice them. Hmm. Yeah, for Florida. Yeah, for Florida, everyone. But for for California, it's it's a very unique of how you pick fresh fruit. It's 90% fresh over there. 
They do not wait for them to pull off the tree. They'll actually pick those guys green and gas them for 96 hours and create them to be orange. They'll make the pigment of the orange come out, and then they'll sell them. So sometimes, a lot of times, they'll pick them green. They'll pick limes green. They'll pick lemons green. And huh. they'll, they'll produce them early, and they'll just yeah. put them in gas. Yeah. So yeah, is no, that because there's no humidity? Like why yeah. is it? Yeah. So you'll take a lot of the humidity out. You know, <clears> a lot of different things. But then, but again, that's you're then eating a piece of fruit, and trust me, you'll cut into it. And it looks beautiful, and you'll take a bite, and it's like and it just tastes like it's it, Listen, I'm in the city, I'm in the industry, but let's be real. Yeah, you, you, got, you guys, you guys sold me an orange. You didn't actually give, no, me, give no, me an orange. We sold you an orange. You said you wanted oranges in your store. We gave you the color orange. Yes, the color, the color, the color orange. I always say, what would you rather have though? Um, would you rather have a domestic piece of fruit from California and Florida and Texas um, during the season, right? Mm-hmm. Or would you rather have an import? I mean, a lot of times people would say they would want the local farmer's fruit over yeah. an imported fruit or something yeah, like that. Now, yeah. don't get me wrong, everyone. We have imported fruit all year long. But you know what I mean? Like, I would rather support a Florida grower yeah. or a Texas well, grower. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Any, any day of the week. That's just me. Uh, of course. Well, when I think of like my strongest memories of fruit uh, would be when I was in the Dominican Republic and just having phenomenal breakfast oh. every day. Don't they? In Central America, and, like, they do. the papayas – were just amazing. Like everything was was just the mangoes, the pineapples every morning. I spent a lot of time in Costa Rica, and same thing. Like you're saying mm-hmm. that that's Central American. Those islands, it's like their breakfast is the best part yeah, of their because their coffee yeah. is also amazing. Oh yeah, don't yeah. get me started. Like, like their standard coffee and their standard fruit are just yeah, like yeah. amazing. It, it beats oh, yeah. it. It beats it compared to here. I think because like, we look at. We're, we're, so we're, we're trying here. to simulate that. I mean, yeah. it's it's, it's yeah, not the yeah. same. Yeah, I mean, you well, can, it's you, not as tropical. I mean, Florida's tropical, but it's not. It's not tropical. like, yeah, yeah you go to Costa Rica like, and they like got pineapple. But there's a flip to the coin, though. Because then, yeah. then it becomes like, say, lunch, I think, depending upon what you're eating habits, lunch can be pretty much whatever. But yeah, then you get the dinner and you're like, okay, now I'd rather be back in the U.S. I agree. Yeah, because you are, your choices are duck, lamb. Well, it's, no, it's just every everything I seafood everything just sometimes you can't yeah everything yeah. to me was just under seasoned when it came to dinner even yeah and yeah, and, and a lot of it and a lot of it's is I, I get it they're they're trying to sell to to Westerners but or it's even or even, even North American people it's basically like hey here's our version of Asian food here's our version of yeah. this yeah, yeah you got to go when you go down to these big places like even when I've been to Chile Costa Rica you got to find like the Hooters the, 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 <laughs> the you know you got to find the places that you know you well can like go with get. Chile I would want to go to like. I'd want to go to like a steakhouse and see if I can have some local wine. Yeah, no, you Chile, yeah. you do. Chile, definitely Argentina, I would definitely want steak. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, oh, for sure. Chile, we Any, did, we did yeah. a lot of uh, taste tests around, had a lot of good restaurants. Same thing, just like you're saying. Mm-hmm. Costa Rica, you kind of explore. I got duck and, for like and, the first or so. And Chile too is is like a giant like boner. I mean like like literally it's like the longest country in the world, you know. And you can have like the northern side of Chile is going to have like maybe like this tropical kind of feel whereas the southern is going to be completely different. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you want you want beef any place south of the equator in South America, you want beef. Like so Uruguay, Argentina, you know, you want you, you want that's that's yeah. you know, it's what you want. So. Further north you are for breakfast, you definitely want fruit Coffee, yeah. I, honestly, you can you can you can be perfectly happy just having fruit. And I think well, heck, I felt like in yeah. Costa Rica, that's what they did all the time. It's like every day they in Costa Rica they had like breakfast, break, lunch, mm-hmm. afternoon like coffee, mm-hmm. pre dinner, dinner, and then coffee again. Like they took break. <laughs> it was crazy. And, they, and then they they like if you were on breaks. a pineapple farm, they would be they would come out and all of a sudden like. They'd be cutting up pineapple, making pineapple juice, and then serving you coffee, and you'd be like, what? <laughs> "We were just working 15 like, minutes ago. Or, uh, we were just working." They're like, "Yeah, we have coffee break. Coffee break. Come on." Yeah, yeah. Right. And That's then, it. like, do we have any vodka? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh man. So, all right. So that was those are those are fruit beers, beers with fruit in them, um, fruit flavors. To anyone at Lost Coast Brewery listening, uh, our apologies. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah. I, you know what I was gonna say about sorry, the not sorry. I, I it could be colder. I think if it's if it if it's cold enough, it's a summer day. Like the it, first, like, there's yeah. summer day beers. I would can. challenge I, anyone who has a, a, a developed palate to to taste the Declaw and the Urban Artifact, and then taste the Lost Coast Tangerine. 
and and, te- and, and tell and tell too. me tell me how the fruit flavor there is real yeah. <laughs> compared to yeah, the yeah, I agree. Well, yeah, no, I, I agree with that, but you know, different styles. And then I think, like, I actually, I don't, I didn't mind the Lost Coast. I'm staying away far from the mic because I'm relaxing. Uh, I, no, I, I, I think I for I, I think for what it is, it's good. It needs to be. It would be a little colder. Um, I think when you when you. And as I think happens with a lot of artificial flavors, which is a hard part of artificial flavors of beer, it doesn't it doesn't hold up to when the can gets warm. And so um, even even subtle, even like a little like a little bit, you, you it becomes more artificial. Whereas like when it's really cold, it you know it's not that that flavor goes away, but it gets sort of washed into a lot of things. And it becomes a flavor. Still probably only twelve ounce good. So somewhere between the four to twelve ounce. So that's something we say a lot. Is four ounce good, like what you get in like a little sample. Yep. Twelve ounce good, and you can drink it the whole fucking day. You know, that, that, those are, so there's a varying degrees of your beer quality. But right. It's not drink all day. It's not four ounce good. Um, it's like mm, twelve ounce good. I, 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 I could drink a can and then that'd I be feel like, like it's okay, kind of like it, I feel like it's like a chick beer. It's like well, she doesn't really like beer, but she'll drink this. I don't think my wife would drink it. My wife doesn't like beer, and I don't think she would drink. I think it's a four ounce. It could be. I'm real like I I don't know, and I don't drink a lot. Um, obviously, 2020, I haven't drinking that much at all. But if I was going to be, so the, you would drive you to drink though. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, no, no. But if I was, like I said, if I was going to start drinking again, you picked a hell of a year. Yeah. Yeah, like, so. to, yeah. I did a hell of a year to stop drinking, which is good. But yeah, I just that's a four. I don't know, man. Like I don't even think my wife would drink that. I think she'd taste it and be like. Having it like what's that? <laughs> I, I, I think what is that? You know, I, I think you if, know, we, if we just know. had it and we had it by itself, we'd be like, okay, all right, you know, it's it's, it's if it, it was the only beer. But when you when you trust had, me, we would drink it. Yeah, yeah, Listen, yeah. But, we but, would drink. But it. that's why this podcast is why we do this because you we want to have all the IPAs right next to each other so we can tell you that this shit's the real deal and and this shit yeah just bypass it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, that, I agree. That's, that's, that's that's the point. That's the essence of yeah of the show. So so Patrick. Where can the people find you? Yeah, so you can uh, get a hold of me. There's a lot of different ways. I'm on all the platforms. I mean, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Do you know what? I got rid of <laughs> I got rid of my TikTok because uh, I got I went in TikTok the TikTok universe where I get lost for like an hour sometimes. I would yeah. just look at a TikTok, or my daughter would steal my phone. So my wife is in the TikTok. I got off TikTok, but um, I do. You can find me on TikTok at the Patrick Kelly 85. I am on TikTok. I just haven't uploaded any more videos. Um, Instagram, the Patrick Kelly 85, also the produce industry podcast on Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, the produce industry podcast, the produce industry show. Um, but pretty much anywhere you can find me is literally the Patrick Kelly 85 or the Patrick Kelly or the produce industry podcast or the produce pod. So, um, on all areas and you can also find me at millennialboom.com, the Patrick the produce industry podcast dot com and uh anywhere you see fruit i am somewhere to be found <laughs> like his face it's just there if you see fruit just on the ground rotting he's somewhere in the background that's me he's, yeah. pro- he's probably watching i yeah. might be watching yeah or if, you, or if you see those that wax fruit like you know at a store display like ikea something like that you Patrick's, better buy it yeah you better go ahead and buy it buy the whole furniture set really i'm one of those guys i'm one, I'm one of those guys one of those guys where you see your like kids are my kids don't go down the candy aisle. My kids go down the apple aisle, and I have to yell at my kids because they have 15 different apples in a bag. And I'm going, you guys aren't going to eat these apples. Wow, Put see. them back. Like, wow, that's a good problem you, to have. You know what I mean? Uh, my kids, <laughs> you know, I have, I have two bags of, of Halloween candy, and my kids are still grabbing the apples out of, out of the yeah. fridge, bypassing Shit. the candy. So. Before we get out of here, though, because I, I worked in pros, so I know this. Favorite apple is which one? Yeah, so it's really funny. I'm glad you asked me that um, because I'm actually determining that. So I did an apple taste-off on the Produce Industry Show, and I determined that the Opal Apple was one of my favorites. But I had this Michigan apple grower call me, and he said, Pat, he goes, I watched your apple taste-off, and he said, listen, you didn't even try some of the apples that are even on this earth, if you think about it. So he said, (laughs) we got to have an apple taste-off number two. So on the first one, I tried Red Delicious, Fuji, Honeycrisp, Ambrosio, McIntosh, Granny Smith, Opal, and a Pink Lady. Between those eight, I love the Opal Apple the best. But my buddy, Nick Muscari, says, you got to try. Okay, ready? 
You got to try it on the next I one. I do Brayburns. You didn't even have that in there. Snapdragon, <clears throat> Smitten, Evercrisp, Cosmic Crisp, Jonah Gold, Sweet Tango, and then two new uh, products, which are GMOs, Golden Delicious and Granite Delicious, which they do not brown at all once cut. So mm-hmm. I'm about to do an apple taste off number two nice. to crown who is queen apple because the first one was king apple, mm-hmm. yeah. which was the opal. We're going to do a queen apple. Nice. And okay. then we're going to try the other eight varieties that weren't on it because apparently there's 24 <laughs> varieties of apples out. Yeah. So we're going to do all three of them. But right now, Kevin, the opal apple I just think is uh, all right. it's a beautiful fruit. It's great. and uh, I, I, I love, love Fuji's. I love it. The Fuji's, mm-hmm. uh, opals to me. And my kid likes the golden delicious. Yeah, I, I was never Apple taste off too. I was never a fan. Follow, what what follow came? What came in last? Was it, was it was uh, Red Delicious? N- honestly, I think it was the Granny and then the Red. The, I hate well, Red. Well, well, the Granny is like it's it's that's like a left hand. It's its own. Like it's yeah, like this yeah. Duclaw. It's like its yeah. own brand. Right. Like if you, yeah, my brother, category. My brother would eat a Granny every day. Me, yeah. I'm like no, no. Yeah, a little bit of a quiet taste. Well, you know, so. we talk about doing beer desserts. For me, it would be uh, you get an apple cider. Oh yeah, and, and you get like a Granny apple, Granny Smith. You chop it up, caramel. Maybe like uh, something, something just to add a little bit of texture. Maybe like maybe pecans or maybe nuts. Just something or maybe almonds. Yeah, yeah. Something to put in there. But it would be about the Granny Smith with the cider with the caramel. Yeah, yeah. that that would be the key. I could have a nice warm apple cider with some. I would say some extra mm-hmm. in it. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, 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 some yeah. extra in it, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh sure, yeah, I'm sure. telling you, but. I, I don't know. I'm getting more into apples lately. I mean, I try, I'm trying pears too, but again, even pears are acquired taste. They, yeah, they, I find pears to be acquired taste. I'm they, not, they're I'm very acquired. You have to get a pear ripe. You same thing with the mango. You have to yeah. get. A, I can drink mango drinks well, all like day, mango. but a mango like it, it's tough. Yeah, I'm. I'm not a mango well, fan. You're waking up in the wrong country in the wrong. I know wrong we part. are. You got to be closer to the equator, which is like we're pretty close already. But if you're yeah, literally right. on the equator and you're in a place with elevation, I'm telling you, the mangoes, the coffee, the pie, yeah, all this is gonna be awesome. <laughs> Man, so that's a lot of fruit on this. That beer is podcast. a lot. This is probably the most fruit we ever talked about on this fruit. On this it's beer the podcast. most fruited out we've ever been. It's a fruited out beer podcast. Well, thank you very much, Patrick. Hey. All right. So for now, the glasses are empty. Mics are off. This is Craft Brew Ballers.